welcome to Open Heart Surgery, a podcast where two queer best friends delve into the nuances of relationships and get curious about how to become our most loving selves. Hello and welcome to the first episode of Open Heart Surgery. Hey everyone. Hey y'all. My name is Adrian. My pronouns are they, them. And I'm Susanna, but a lot of people call me Suze, so either one works, and my pronouns are she, her. So, this is our podcast. It's Open Heart Surgery. Good. We're in the right place. (laughs) (laughs) This is like the first day of college if you go to the wrong classroom. If you thought you were going to be an Econ 101, (laughs) that is the door to the left, (laughs) down the hall. (laughs) I do think we should we should preface it to let you know that we are not um, open heart surgeons. Not yet. Not yet. Nothing um, would surprise me anymore. And this is not going to give you any instructions on how to perform an open heart surgery. I can't promise what season two will bring, but not season one. <laughs> not for season sure. one. If you're if you're in an emergency situation and you need to perform open heart surgery, um, I guess like YouTube probably. I was going to say, please hang up and call 911. I mean, that's the ideal situation. (laughs) And something that you should know is we're... I'm going to make a bold statement. Yes. Okay, I'm ready. We're best friends. Oh, yeah. We're best friends. Yeah. Thank God. That was was risky. That was a real real moment of (laughs) trust there. (laughs) To see if it was going to be reciprocated. Yeah, we're best friends. We love podcasts. We love each other. We do. We love, love each connecting other. with people, learning mm-hmm. more about ourselves and others. We don't love getting divorced, but we don't here love we getting are. Divorced. So yeah, let's talk about the reason we're here. <laughs> so we're best friends, and we've been friends for several years now. Yeah. And then in the last year, we both went through a similar experience. And we are both currently in the process of getting divorced. We are based in North Carolina. The process of getting divorced in North Carolina is you have to be separated for like a year. Um, for, for a year, yeah. For a year, yeah. I'm in that year right now, y'all. Yeah, same. And so, yeah, <laughs> so we are currently in our year of... Purgatory. Purgatory. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Our podcast is going to be largely about the future and like what we're looking for it's going to be fun and positive and a lot of good stuff but we are going to start off with this and i think it's still going to be fun (laughs) and it's yeah here's a zero fun episode (laughs) y'all um but no it will be fun and that's so interesting you put it like that because that is how this whole time has felt to me like we're in such a weird awful sometimes space but also fun space freeing space space where we can learn about ourselves and others it's it's very very unique yeah definitely but we wanted to talk a little bit about how we got here yeah and where we're at so Suze, yeah we'll start with you okay let's go let's bring it i'm ready so it's been about a year Oh, wow. I sighed. <laughs> even The since, sigh like, escaped me. Yeah. I mean, it's not been about a year since you s- started getting divorced, but since like things started yeah. going downhill in your relationship. Yeah, we're right at the year mark now, basically. Yeah. So you want to talk about what happened? 
Sure. Yeah. And I will say this is probably going to be the one of the only episodes that is this backward focused, kind of like yeah. what you just said. Um, so if you're listening, don't think it's all going to be us. Well, don't think it's all going to be me shitting on <laughs> like, you know, my past partner or anything like that. It's yeah. This is largely going to be present and future focused. Yeah, but context is important. So, you know, looking backward is really important because it's that's why we're here yeah so i'm queer i've primarily dated women and non-binary people and people who have transitioned so i was married to my wife for about three years and we dated for about two years before that and we about a year ago like we just said started having some problems in our relationship you know Long story, incredibly short. This could be a season on its own, but long story, incredibly short. I found out she was having an affair. I know some of the details. I don't know all of the details. I knew the person involved. Um, It was very blindsiding and very, I can't even put into words how hurtful, really. I can't even put into words. And um, just not something I ever expected from them. Yeah. Yeah. So it was a devastating time last fall. I was isolating myself from others. Yeah. I was hard to get out of bed some days. It was, you know, everything was right around the holidays. So we tried to work it out. We didn't work it out. They uh, had an affair and ultimately decided they want to be polyamorous, which is not, not something I want, at least right now. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I'm not super into making huge blanket statements, but that doesn't really feel like part of my identity. That's a very valid identity, of course, and a very valid value to hold, but not not mine, especially when it comes on the heels of an affair and bad communication and lying and gaslighting. And it was it was a very hard time. Yeah. And thank you for being there and helping me through that. Yeah, of course. I mean, yeah, I remember it being a very dark time. And like, obviously, you were going through so much. You really helped me through that. And you were one of the only people I talked to through the whole thing. Or, you know, I didn't really talk to you through the whole thing. You were one of the only people I talked to for most of that whole situation last year. And I'm so grateful you were. And. I mean, I loved you to pieces before. I love you even more now. And you were really such a rock to me. And you still are. And you always have been. And I feel like we've got each other's backs no matter what. And I'm grateful for that. Yeah, me too. I love you too. Yeah. Um, And you were there for me too. So like, we'll we'll get into my story here a little bit. But that was like one, I think, very unique thing about it is we were both going through a different version of the same thing or a similar thing, I guess. Yeah. But like, I was also dealing with a big change in my relationship and yeah. like you were there for me mm-hmm. and like, yeah, I don't, I don't know how I would have gotten through it without you. How did we get through it? I don't know. I look, I, I mean, I can talk about it pretty clearly now, but I hope 
everyone who's listening knows that's because this is like a year out yeah. from the darkest time. And, yeah. and it's still hard to talk about. I'm still finding the right words and yeah. the way I think back on that time changes. And yeah. you know what I'm saying right now in six months from now or in a year from now, if I listen back to this episode, I might feel differently. So this is how I feel today. Yeah. And it's hard. It's hard, but it's also definitely the right thing for me. I know, oh my gosh, like looking back now, there's so many things that happened and that I see in retrospect where I realized that wasn't the right relationship for me and that's yeah. not what I want. And in a way, I'm grateful. I'm only 31 now. Um, <laughs> when it first happened, I thought, oh my God, I'm 31. I'm too old to meet <laughs> anyone else. But yeah. honestly, I know myself so much more now that Anyone who's going to meet me and date me now, I'm like, oh, what a lucky duck. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> they are. And yeah. So, you know, it's been so hard. I've, I've dated this year. I, we'll yeah. talk about that some, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, I've got outdated. I've explored different things i've had my heart hurt again i've you know developed feelings for people again i learned how to you know end things with others i've learned you know i've had all sides of that experience now yeah for sure yeah it's been it's been a year for sure (laughs) like there were times when we hung out we were hanging out a lot and there were times when like i don't like i feel like there was like a month or two and we didn't hang out with the, with each other without one or both of us crying yeah. <laughs> just like at a brewery or oh my god when were bar. we not crying in public we were crying in public all the time and, and no judgment yeah yeah that was of course i was crying in public yeah and i was just crying all the time you know what i was doing I don't know if I want to put this in, but I'll tell you. I yeah. didn't tell you this. <laughs> no, I love a reveal. Do you want a podcast reveal on yes, episode one? I was sometimes crying so much that I would just take a selfie of myself and cry. Oh, wow. Isn't you that weird? But sometimes I'll look back on them now and I'm like, huh, huh. I was that sad. My eyes look really pretty when I'm crying. <laughs> <laughs> So when my eyes are so red and puffy, my eyeball color it looks really pretty. So sometimes I'd just be in the middle of crying, snap a selfie. I don't think I've ever noticed this. I mean, I've seen you cry a lot, but I don't think I ever was like, oh, your eyes look really nice. <laughs> that's well, what I'm going to do. I'm going to let you decide if we leave this in or cut it out. That's what I'm going to do next time you cry. I'm just going to be like... <laughs> Your eyes look really pretty right now. <laughs> I'll show you one of the selfies if you want. Yeah, okay. I would love that. I think, I mean, I think a, a good thing is talking about where we came from and talking about how we're in a better place. To me, that's like, yeah. anyone who's out, out there who's going through this, like maybe it gives you some hope and lets you know things are yeah. going to get better. I would say if you're listening to this and you maybe are in the position we were last year please no you will have so many new memories over the next year that are yours and your friends and they don't involve your past partner and that's beautiful and also please know that you can still look at life with an abundance mindset i have so much love that there's so many connections out there there's so many people to love you know, I, I'm still a romantic at heart. 
Yeah, I believe, I still believe in marriage. Yeah, me too. I believe in a different sort of marriage than the one I had. Uh, but I believe in a very free, <laughs> autonomous, but committed and communicative and special and warm marriage. And I maybe it's out there for me. Maybe it's not. But either way, I'm going to be okay. Yeah. And I have a great support system. And I'm very lucky. Yeah. I feel the same way. Yeah. And if you're listening, prioritize your own happiness. Yeah. If you're maybe in my position a year ago and just know you're going to be okay. Yeah. And reach out if you want. <laughs> I'll talk to you. Yeah. Start your own podcast. <laughs> yes. It's um, so fun. I was just thinking as you were talking of a quote from Glennon Doyle. Um, I like her. Yeah, I like her too. Lennon, if you're listening and you want to be on our podcast. We would love to interview you and Abby. <laughs> yes. Oh my God, that's a dream. Season two. Season two, Glennon and Abby. Um, but I remember this Glennon Doyle quote of, she used to believe that the purpose of life was to be happy. And then she's learned that the purpose of life is feeling everything. Oh my God. I might be messing that up. Should I Google it right now? Yeah, let's Google it. Okay, let me Google it. I found it. Okay. Being fully human is not about feeling happy. It's about feeling everything. Yeah, that's what I was thinking when you were talking about that. And I think that's that's been a big lesson for me this year. Oh, that hits me right in the heart. <laughs> I know, you do. Oh, God, that quote. I'm, I'm moved. I know, it's so good. And... I never thought I'd go through a divorce, but I am. And it's hard. It's the hardest thing I've ever done, to be Same. honest. Yeah. But I'm here and I'm breathing and I'm laughing yeah. every single day, even the hardest ones. Yeah. Same. Okay. Can you tell me your name and pronouns, please? My name is Charity McQueen Parrish and my pronouns are she, her. Go with the full name. Charity McQueen Parish. <laughs> I don't know. Felt right. <laughs> so, uh, as you know, this is our podcast. Were you- what? <laughs> were you aware that you were on a podcast? Did you wonder why I asked you to sit in front of a mic? I've been wondering my whole life if I'm on a podcast. <laughs> it's very deep. <laughs> Existential question. It's like Truman Show, but I'm pretty sure there's just hidden mics everywhere. <laughs> it's just a podcast. Yeah. Which would like not be a great Truman Show because it's just like, it's just like sound. I don't know. Would it be good or would it not be good? I don't know. Do people want to hear me go to the bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I regret saying that. So for our listeners, Charadine and I are or have been married. Technically still are. Technically we're still married, yes. We're in the process of getting divorced. And which is still a weird word to say. Do you feel like it's weird to say? I feel so weird. Yeah. But it's also like it's weird because it's like, it's such a harsh word. Yeah. And it doesn't feel like it like encapsulates our relationship, you know? Well, and I don't want to say like uncoupling because we're still a couple. That's true. I haven't heard uncoupling. Is that a thing? Do people say uncoupling? It's a, it's, I don't know if it's a newer term, but it's definitely a thing. Really? Yeah. I didn't know this. Casey's reading a book called Conscious Uncoupling. Huh. That's cool. 
Um, so and Casey is for the listeners, Casey is your My partner. Partner. Yeah. We are platonic life partners. Yes. So we are no longer I mean, we are in the process of getting divorced, but we are platonic life partners. And I guess I'm not completely sure the best place to start to talk about our relationship, but you want to start talking about where our relationship started? Sure. So when we were very young, <laughs> back in the 1900s. I'm just kidding. We didn't meet in the 1900s. We did meet just barely in the 2000s, That's though. That's true. I guess we technically met on our way to go bowling. That's when we met. It wasn't a youth group activity, but it was all friends from my youth group. Yes. And you were in town. You were driving the car, and the people I was staying with somehow got me invited. I'm not sure how I got invited. Yeah, I don't know how you got invited either. You were driving the car, and I think I immediately made fun of your driving. You did? <laughs> like, immediately. <laughs> well, apparently I had a crush. <laughs> and then we went to bowling, and you... And Adrian refused to talk to me the entire time we were bowling. I didn't We refuse. talked nonstop in the car, but then when we got to the bowling alley, they basically pretended I didn't exist. That's not fair. I didn't refuse. And I did talk to you some, I remember. But we did talk a lot on the way home. And we split a pizza. We did split a pizza yeah. at Fazoli's. At Fazoli's, yeah. Um, but we were very young at the time. We were, were we 19? Teen, was I? Tw- I think I was twenty-one, and I was nineteen, and you were nineteen. Two years later, we got married. No, that timing's off because we got married three years after we met. Oh, okay. So you were eighteen, I was twenty. So we were we were babies. Um, but we grew up very religious and very conservative. Super conservative religious. Yeah, and we aren't anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Could say that. <laughs> so we were both queer. Uh, I identify as non-binary and queer, and you identify as... A lesbian. You're a lesbian. Yeah, so, and we were married for a long time. 19 years. Yeah, well, 18. I'm always wrong on that, so, I mean, I I trust whatever you say. (laughs) And now we're here. (laughs) Wow, that's quite the oversimplification, but yes. We went from being like super conservative. We went to a very conservative Christian college together. And we just kind of gradually grew out of everything together. Yeah, it was really a a process of going through all of it together. Yeah. We were in a very unique situation where we both were questioning the same thing at the same time. And it was just feels like it was always us questioning our like current reality. Mm-hmm. And I think we challenged each other to question things as well. Yeah, I think I moved a little bit faster than you, yeah, you for did. a little while at least. I think that's fair. You started questioning like going to church, like you didn't see much of a reason to do it. I hated being yelled at every week. Yeah, which is valid. <laughs> and then, yeah, I think we just kind of, we met some people who really challenged our worldview. Yeah. Like we met some cool gay people. We met some cool people about different ethnicities because we grew up in, well, I grew up in a very white world. I guess you grew up on the border of Mexico, so you did know a lot of different people through that. Yeah, I remember a huge shift for me or just like an aha moment was 
when I started working at Apple mm. and on like my first day I met someone who was gay and a Muslim on the same day and I remember specifically having the thought these are not the monsters I was told they were they were they were literally both like two of the nicest people I had ever met and I was delighted to meet them and that changed my world yeah I mean that's the thing is like we were just grown up to think that anyone who thought different than us was like a bad person Mm -hmm. and like of course not all Christianity is that like that but our specific brand of Christianity was very strongly. A lot of it is. Yeah, there's a lot of it for sure. Yeah. So like we met some new people who like, I don't know, just kind of made us challenge the way we think about things and ultimately, I guess, helped us discover who we were. Yeah. When we moved from Chicago to North Carolina, I was actually really nervous because we were moving to supposedly a a more conservative area. Luckily, Charlotte is is not very conservative. And we met really amazing people, a lot of activists, a lot of people just really fighting for social justice. And they became our family. And we really, um, I, I think we grew so much and we had our worldviews opened so much that, yeah, just that it, it helped us realize things about ourselves that we had never come to realize before. Yeah, I remember when we moved to Charlotte that um, I looked up like things to do in Charlotte. (laughs) And like the first two things are the NASCAR Hall of Fame and the Billy Graham Library. (laughs) Yeah. And we were kind of like, what the fuck are we moving into? (laughs) And then I remember at one point you were like, will they have like. It was Thai food. I was really worried about them having Thai food, good Thai food. You were like, will they have Thai food there? Because we're coming from living in Chicagoland, which of course has like a bunch of different cultures and everything. And you were just like, is there going to be no other cultures like represented there? Yeah. I remember that being really funny. And I started looking up on Yelp and I was like, oh no, there's this Thai restaurant that has really good reviews. Yeah. I was like literally having a panic moment (laughs) (laughs) for some reason. I took that one really to heart. And then you you looked at a one Yelp and you're like, no, there's multiple and they have good reviews. And, and I don't know, I started breathing normally again. <laughs> I was like, there's a Mediterranean place. It looks really good. Yeah. So then a couple years ago, we kind of came out to each other at the same time. Yeah. So I had realized I was into women about a year before that mm-hmm. point. Um, and I People ask me all the time if there was any one thing that made me realize it. And I can't think of any one thing, but I can think of all of these amazing queer people that we hung out with all the time. And so much of it felt natural. And then, yeah, it just slowly dawned on me. And I hadn't told anyone but my therapist. And then that day in November of Mm -hmm. 2020, we started talking. You started, you brought up something about clothing. Yeah, so I had found the website. I think you told me about it, the clothing brand Wild Fang. Yes. And I was like, I really love these clothes. But like Wild Fang is mostly, it is clothes that is good for anyone. But like looking at the models and the people who were wearing the clothes like on their website, like it was a lot of like mask, like lesbians, I would say, or just like feminine, like more masculine, feminine people. Yeah. And so I remember just having the conversation with you that I love the clothes, but I felt like those weren't clothes that I could wear. 
And you were like, why don't you think you can wear those clothes? Yeah, I decided to challenge you. <laughs> yeah. I remember we had the conversation at one point. You said, it sounds like you're non-binary. And I was like, no, I don't, I don't think I can be non-binary. <laughs> you were so afraid of taking up a space that you felt like you were would be taking away from someone else. Yeah. Yeah, that's how I felt at the time. Like I was like, I was like, oh no, like non-binary is for like androgynous people and like people who look differently than I look. Which of course I don't believe that at all now. I'm like non-binary is valid no matter how you look or uh, you know, anything like that. But at the time it was like very hard for me to like accept that I could be non-binary, I think. And I just remember you really challenged me and you were like, you can be if you feel like you're non-binary, then like you can be non-binary. Well, and I think I pointed out to you that how how would you or what would you say to a friend who looked like you but felt that way? Yeah. And you realized that like you would definitely encourage them to be non-binary and you would have no problem with them being non-binary and that really I think helped give you the freedom to take that for yourself. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And then after we had that whole conversation I was so nervous to tell you. You were like, I have something to tell you. Yeah, I was like, since we're talking <laughs> freely about things, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I have something to tell you. And I said, I think I'm bi. And your reply was, yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs> I was like that, like I kind of thought you were. And I mean, that's what we, <laughs> I ended up telling you. It was like, oh yeah, I kind of thought you were already. <laughs> I was like, really? <laughs> yeah. And then you told me that apparently I had gotten drunk a few times and hit on one of our mutual friends, who is also non-binary, but yeah, it presents femme and... Yeah, you you told them if we were both single, one of us would date them. <laughs> so yeah. Shout out to Pooge. <laughs> so yeah, so like that was a point where we talked and I was like, yeah, I kind of figured you were. And I remember that was just like, a really pleasant conversation. I felt so seen. I just felt so connected with you at that moment. Yeah, same. Yeah, it was a really good moment between us. Mm -hmm. We so, talked about it for hours. I think we yeah. went driving somewhere. We might have gone hiking that day. I think we went on a hike, yeah. Yeah, that was a really good talk. Yeah, it was. So then about a year later, you told me that you thought you needed to see other people. Yeah, I came to the realization, and again, I don't, know that it was ever any one thing but i realized that there was a part of me i didn't know yeah. there was a part of charity that was real and was alive and had woken up and kind of refused to go back to sleep so i just it was like part of me was missing and i needed to explore that so i brought up wanting to start dating women yeah I remember it being difficult, but also being like, it totally made sense. I mean, like we just said, we got together when we were, you were 18 right? Yeah. and I was 20. And like, so like neither one of us had dated anyone as an adult. We'd only like mm -hmm. been with each other. And it made a lot of sense that this is something you had never explored. This is something you realized that you needed to explore. And that's not to downplay, like, obviously it was very hard for me. And I know it was hard for you to tell me. Mm-hmm. But 
we worked through it. Yep. I guess one thing I really wanted to talk about for our relationship was just how intentional we've been in the last year. And I feel like it's easier for us to talk about it now because it has been a year and it's been the hardest year of our lives. Mm-hmm. And like us going through this with our relationship, I think it's safe to say for both of us, it's the hardest thing we've ever done. Yeah. But we work through it together. And that's one thing that like, I don't know, I guess I'm just really proud of us that we did that. Absolutely. And I mean, it took a whole lot of hard work. We went through therapy. We yeah. cried a lot. Um, yeah. But we've always had a relationship where we work through everything together. Yeah. And this just made sense to be another thing we worked through together. We both still wanted our relationship and, yeah. and knew that that was really important to us. Yeah. So like that was a thing we like pretty much started working with the couples therapist like right away. Mm-hmm. We both started. We wanted to work with someone who like had some experience with polyamorous couples or up in relationships. And we just kind of worked through the whole thing from the very beginning because that was just so important to us to like keep our relationship intact. Mm-hmm. And I feel like when I have this conversation with other people or I talk to anyone about like this part of our story, I feel like people are like it's a combination of like i can't believe y'all worked through this and like just not believing like how hard that must have been for us to work through again not to downplay it it was very very difficult but i always like kind of stress to people like you can't understand this because it's just like our relationship is just so unique yeah that's one thing you haven't really mentioned yet is that we were we had such a great relationship we always have yeah we've always been very, very close and we genuinely like each other and we love spending time together. And we have always been very, very intentional on in how we treat each other and just making sure that our relationship stayed strong. Yeah, that's been a big theme of our relationship is we've always worked through shit together. Mm-hmm. And we have had difficult times like anybody, like any relationship, but like it's always been very important that we like communicate through that and that we like work through it. And I think that's the thing, whether we were working through stuff in our relationship or whether we were working through our own beliefs, it was always important for us to talk through that together. So like when it came to this, obviously it was huge. And obviously it was difficult, but also it was just something we were gonna do together. Yeah. It was like difficult at times in the beginning because this was something primarily you wanted to do and to explore and like I didn't see the need to explore for myself you know um which has totally changed at this point like I've definitely realized that there's been good things and good reasons for me to like explore it for my own self and for my own relationships but like that was a difficult thing in the beginning was like it was something you wanted to explore but even then we tried to we talked through it because I wanted to make it very clear that I didn't see this as and I didn't want you to see this as this wasn't something you were doing to our relationship. This was something that was happening that we were responding to basically. And I wanted to do it together. Yeah, that was um, very, very difficult because you, you were really good at saying that, but it I know it sometimes it still felt like you didn't want this. Yeah. I mean, you've even told me at various times, I didn't want this, I didn't ask for this. Yeah, And so it felt, so often like it was something I was doing to you and that I mean I spiraled into depression I mm-hmm. I hit the worst depressive episode of my life because I was 
I, I felt like I was destroying the best thing in my life, the best part of myself. Yeah. And, but at the same time, I there was this other part of myself that you know couldn't be denied, and so I felt like I was splitting in two. Yeah. Yeah. No, and I know that was like really hard for you. And I think that was the hard thing too was that we were both feeling this sense of loss in a way, the sense of our relationship changing, the sense of us not sure what was happening, not sure what was going on. But like on top of that, you were feeling this guilt mm-hmm. that isn't fair for you to feel, you know? Like this is this wasn't something that you had chosen. This wasn't something you could control. It was just it was you being who you were and you being true to yourself, you know? Yeah. I- I always hear you when you say that, but there's still always part of me that will always blame myself. Yeah, I hate that. I mean, it, it is who I am now, and uh, you know, I've since realized that I'm actually lesbian. I, I thought I was bi; I just yeah. assumed I was bi because I was had been in a relationship with a, a male presenting person basically my entire life. But I have come to realize that I'm a lesbian, and it makes so much sense. <laughs> I look back on all sorts of various things in my life. I've realized that this is who I am and, and I couldn't pretend to be by like I, I couldn't yeah. pretend that this wasn't real, yeah. but it still felt like a choice I had made because it hurt you and yeah, you were my person. Yeah. I mean, I definitely get that, but I don't want you to feel guilty, obviously. I'm working on it. Yeah. That's I'm, good. I'm in therapy. <laughs> <laughs> therapy is good. We recommend therapy. But you are now with, okay, so you are now with Casey, who is your current partner, um, who is a lovely woman who I'm friends with as well. And yeah, you want to talk about that? Sure. So I started dating and I actually met her pretty early on on an app called Her, which is specifically for lesbians. Mm -hmm. And so yeah, she and I started talking and then met just a few weeks into talking and hit it off immediately and then she is also in the process of getting divorced she has a very similar story to mine and i was the first woman she dated and she kind of freaked out and um just couldn't quite wrap her mind around it um especially because she has children so she um kind of told me she couldn't talk to me anymore and in the meantime i dated a few other women and then um, she reached back out because she couldn't stop thinking about me mm-hmm. um, about a month later. And we have been dating ever since. And now we're talking about getting married. That's great. It's so cute. Yeah, I, I think that's another really interesting thing is like you and Casey's story was so similar. Right. Because like when you met, you were both married and both kind of looking for like an open marriage Right, neither of us planned on getting divorced when we started seeing each other. We both just assumed, oh, we'd have a girlfriend on the side and that'd be fun. Yeah. (laughs) That'd be fun. Yeah, but um, in dating women, it it became very apparent to me pretty quickly that I was only into women. Yeah. Um, Sex had always been a very difficult thing for me and something that I never really enjoyed as much as I loved you. It just never clicked. It it literally never clicked for us. And we just loved each other so much that it, it didn't matter that much. Um, but then in being with a woman, it just was so incredibly different and felt right that 
I just, you know, knew very, very soon that that was the case. And in dating Casey, realized that I wanted a future with a woman. Yeah. And I think that's something like, I feel like that's an area we feel weird talking to people about. <laughs> Which like, I mean, it's weird to talk to people about your sex life, I guess. <laughs> but that is like a thing that we struggled with. Some of that has to do with like us being like very sexually re repressed because of like our religious background. And some of it's just like us not knowing what to expect, I guess, or like how it should be. Some of it was just because I don't like dicks. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right right exactly so like but like we I didn't maybe a lot of it <laughs> right but we didn't know that at the time so right. at the time we were like trying to figure out what could be the problem here <laughs> what oh, could possibly what could be, be the problem with our sex life <laughs> <laughs> so we like struggled with it for i mean pretty much our entire relationship yeah we went to therapists for it yeah and like you said it was something that like everything else in our relationship was just so good that we were just like i guess this just it's not good. Yeah, like, this, this is just, just not a thing we do. This is just like the one area that's like bad. And I think we just like accepted that it wasn't good. Yeah. And like one thing the last year has taught me is what if it could all be good? <laughs> 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 and what if we didn't have to lose our relationship because of it, you know? Yeah, that was a huge thing is... Uh, we had to figure out, we didn't know the term platonic life partner at first. Yeah. We had to forge for ourselves what that was going to look like. Yeah. We didn't know anyone else doing this. Right. Yeah. We just had to be very intentional. We had to talk through so much and decide yeah. for ourselves what our relationship was going to look like. And, and to be fair, like there are still things that we're figuring out as I'm now moving down to Greenville, South Carolina to live with Casey and her family. And it's our first holidays coming up that we're not gonna be a couple. So we're trying to figure out exactly the details of all of that because it is so important for us to still be in each other's lives and spend time together and spend intentional time together. Yeah, in the last year with our relationship changing and like legally we're separating. Legally our relationship is getting farther apart. But like, honestly, we've had like some of the best communication in the last year than like that we've had in our relationship i feel yeah we've always communicated well but we've just yeah gotten i think really raw and bare and yeah especially in therapy we've like dug deep and addressed things that we had never addressed yeah in our 18 years of marriage yeah not to negate that we've always been good communicators with each other because i honestly think we've always been good communicators with each other but like now we are also communicating these very sometimes very difficult things and like we've learned to do that and again our relationship has grown in that way i feel i think before we really made an effort to like if if there was something one of us felt was a want or need in our own life but that would be inconvenient or maybe hurtful for the other person, we just would give it up immediately. Yeah. And now we are more like whole people in and of ourselves. We are paying attention to our own needs and wants and making sure that we pursue our own lives while still being very closely tied to the other person. So that causes us to have to talk more out yeah. because instead of just avoiding things, we're, we're still being intentional about what we're doing yeah i love the way you put that there that, that we're being more intentional about being whole persons 
in and of ourselves. Mm-hmm. And that's not to say that we weren't. Like, I do feel like we always gave each other space for for each of us to be like our own unique person and our own unique identity. But I do feel like it came down to we were cutting off pieces of ourselves to stay together. And in a lot of ways, it just feels so much more freeing that we are not doing that anymore. And that we can really be truly our own selves and know that that's good. And I feel like we feel more genuinely ourselves these days than we have in a while. Yeah. And and to give like an example of that, because I I feel like that sounds almost, it's a little too nebulous and maybe sounds a little scary or something but it it wasn't anything huge that we were cutting off um you know other than being gay and not doing it but things like one of us wouldn't do an art project or take a class because it would leave the other one home alone one night that week and you were especially kind to me on that because i don't like alone time and so you would um just not take on an artistic project or i would just not pursue something um, because we wanted that time to be together. And while there were some ways that that helped us because we did spend so much time together, that definitely made us close. There were definitely ways that we suffered because of that. And now just like being able to pursue our own things, but still be so, I keep using the word intentional, but I don't know a different word to use. Being so purposeful about, um, spending time together and making sure we are a priority in each other's lives it's just made us better people yeah i totally agree intentional is just such a good word for us it is (laughs) (laughs) especially the last year kind of our whole relationship we just have always been very thoughtful of the other person and very specific in like how we wanted to carry that out i think i just feel like that's something we've always been with each other it's just very intentional now intentional takes on Maybe like a little bit more of a meaning because we are at times living two hours away from each other. So like intentional means a lot more of us being like intentionally present and like all of that. But I feel like it's just carrying over those seeds Mm -hmm. of intentionality that's always been part of our relationship. Well, even now, like if I'm coming up to Charlotte for a few days, we always try to make sure that we set aside at least some time that we're going to spend just the two of us. Yeah. We try to schedule dates or things that we that are, are just going to be for the two of us. Like we're going to go see that Marvel movie in a few weeks. Yeah. Um, again, just to make sure that we're still sharing experiences and focusing on our relationship because we're not just friends. We're platonic life partners. We're, we're people who want to focus on each other and make sure that that relationship is always strong. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's always like a big thing that I just want to make clear is that like we're not just friends. We are partners. We are intentionally doing life together and we can plan on continuing to do that. Right. We will always be partners. Yeah. I agree. And I love you. And I love you. Is there anything else you want to say about us or our relationship? I mean, I think it's important to point out too how much of an effort we've made to be accepting of the people each other are seeing. Yeah, for sure. That's, you know, that that felt weird at first when, yeah. well, well, it happened to me first. So I started dating first and I'm sure there are many times that I 
wasn't as considerate of you as I should have been because it was all new to me and I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. Um, but you were so gracious and you, you know, you would talk through it with me if there were things that I was doing that was really bothering you. Um, and then when you started dating, I started feeling a lot of those same things and it yeah. surprised me. I wasn't even expecting to feel those things because I was just, I wanted you to find someone and, and to be happy. And, and of course, not that you need someone else to be happy, but because that was our relationship. Like I, I'm very happy for you to find um, somebody that does make you happy. And um, yeah, so that that did feel weird for me. And I, um, you know, I, I remembered all that you had done for me as I was, I was, I was dating and have been trying to make sure that I am equally as warm and friendly and loving for you. And there's sometimes that it's, it's still weird. Um, but it's yeah. it's really good. Yeah, no, for sure. And I remember that being a thing like early on where I wasn't sure how okay I was going to be with like anyone you were dating. I remember us having a, sp- a talk early on where I was like, I don't think I want to hear about people you were dating. And then you went on like a date and I was like, how'd it go? And you were like, <laughs> do you want to know? And I was like, you know what? Yeah. I was like, I think, I, I think I'm cool. I think I want to know. Cause like, cause I care about you and I want to know, you know, what's going on in your life and so you told me and i was like okay that didn't bother me and then like and then you were like do you want to meet the person i'm dating and i was like yeah okay not that it wasn't difficult at times but like it was just kind of gradually i was like oh okay i'm okay with this person i'm okay with like hanging out with them you know casey and i have gotten gotten coffee together casey and i could totally hang out without you being around and that would be fine like that I makes think- my heart happy <laughs> And I want you to feel that way about anyone that I'm dating. Like, I want you to be able to, like, hang out with them and uh, be cool with them. Yeah, lately it's been more like we're BFFs where I'm like, ooh, did you go on another date? Yeah. Ooh, how was it? Tell me all the tea. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Which is great. I love that. I I love that that could be a part of our relationship, but that, like, uh, still want that part to be in each other's lives. Yeah, it's just like anything that has to do with you. I want to know about it, and I want to. I want to be able to talk about our lives with each other. Yeah, I don't know. Anything else you want to say? I have a few fun questions for you. No. Okay, so there's a thing we're doing with everyone we interview on the podcast. We're doing this thing called speed dating. So you and I are going to uh, speed date. <laughs> okay. <laughs> for the first time. After being together for 20 years. Okay. Um, But I'm going to ask you four questions. They're lightning rounds, so you're supposed to answer them as quickly as possible. Which you know I'm terrible at. (laughs) No, it'll be great. These are really easy questions. That's not true. (laughs) Great. (laughs) No, that's good. Speed dating. Here we go. Describe love in five words or less. Intentionally caring for someone. Four words. Love it. Well done. I'm going to think about my answer for like the next two (laughs) weeks and think of what I should have said that would be better, just so you know. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, damn it, I could have been so much more profound. (laughs) Second question. If you could go back and tell one thing to your younger self about love or relationships, what would you tell them? That's a hard one. I think people would just assume that I would 
go back and tell myself that I was gay, but I wouldn't because that would have changed my relationship with you, which is life-changing and something I would never want to remove from my life. Probably something about how I need to not not base my self-worth in others. I love that. Are you crying? <laughs> yeah, you made me tear up. Fun questions. I think I know the answer to one of these questions. I'm going to ask you the other one first. Your favorite love song. Ooh. I will follow you into the dark. Oh, all of that. It's a sad one. We're going to make a playlist, so I'm happy this is going to be on the playlist. <laughs> Your favorite rom-com? The Wedding Planner. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought I knew the answer to. Although I was curious if that was still your answer. That's been your answer for forever. Like, I think since I've known you. No, it definitely came out after we met. Did it? I, okay. think, I think so. Okay. Well, we're not, we don't fact check things on this podcast, <laughs> so I'm not going to start now. I mean, it's such a guilty pleasure, but I, I just love it. <laughs> It's a great one. I want to dance. With you. With you. That's the worst, Matthew. You saved my shoe. (laughs) Okay. Well, thank you for talking to me. (laughs) Thank you for uh, having me in my own office. (laughs) You're welcome. You talk for just a hello, hello. Yeah, hello. Hello. Uh, yeah, you might have to hold it, or I think it'll. Okay, I'll hold it. hold it, or I think it'll jiggle. It'll hit the. Mama, need to jiggle, jiggle. <laughs> it's bold. I like to see you wiggle, wiggle, that. for sure. <laughs> Makes you wanna drive out, drive out. You know. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I just wanted to talk about. Why we're doing this podcast. Yeah. Is it because we want to take walks together? <laughs> I mean, that is a plus. I, think I like is. taking walks together. Me too. A lot. Walks so, I mean, are one of my love languages. That's kind of when we started talking about it, though. Mm-hmm. It's like we were going runs. Yeah. And, yeah, we just kind of started talking about relationship stuff. Yeah. I'm so lucky to have such a good friend who wants to talk about all of this. Oh, I'm so lucky to have you. (laughs) We're Um, both lucky. We are. It's true. For me, I think, like, doing this podcast was, like, I don't know. There's, like, so many layers to it, I feel. Like, processing, I don't know, everything that's happening. Like, relationships, you know, going through divorce, breakup, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, Heavy stuff. Heavy stuff, right. But then also it's like looking forward. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I think that's what, I mean, we've talked about this, but like, I think that's like really been our focus is like looking forward, right? Yeah. I know you like to say becoming our most loving selves, which I love that. We are. I think we're already so whole. <laughs> yeah. It's not I like agree. we're trying to become our best selves or anything like that. Right. I think we're already there, but we're just trying to become our most loving selves. Right. And. I think we both have really full lives and I don't think we need anything to complete us. Right. I think we're just 
maybe looking for like the cherry on top of our lives. <laughs> yeah, that's a great way to put it. Um, and exploring, you know, everything about love and relationships and how our experiences color our views and our, um, you know, mindset. Yeah, I love the way you said that, like uh, how like we already have full lives and it's not like we need this to like be complete, you know, like I love yeah. that because that's I think that's been like a real focus for both of us really is like mm -hmm. that we are whole people in and of ourselves. Yeah. And while it feels like coming out of our relationships, like in some ways it felt like we lost like a piece of ourselves. It did. But then it also felt like we gained pieces of ourselves, know. you know? It was uh, this time, and it still kind of is, this time of loss and grief yeah. and also freedom and right. expansion. Right. All at once. Right. And it it all exists simultaneously. Right. And we, like, gained, I mean, like, we gained so much, like, in our relationship. Like, we really did. That's something that I could have never predicted and yeah. I never would have wanted for us. <laughs> but right. I'm, you know, if it was going to happen, I'm so glad it happened this way. Yeah, me too. And divorce is hard. Yeah. Um, I also, I don't know if we'll get into this or not on the podcast, but I also lost uh, my mom. Yeah. Um, a couple weeks after my ex-wife and I separated and yeah. all of that at once. It was a lot. Yeah. And... It also was a huge wake-up call in my life yeah. about, you know, how I had been living, how I want to live going forward, right. that life is very short and yeah. should be treasured every day. And yeah. I want to learn the most I can about myself and others and relationships who I want. And it's it's been a year of so much, so much grief and hurting and healing at the same time. Like, yeah. In the exact same moments, like I'm so lucky to have had a friend like you who we want to explore all that together and talk about it on 9.30 p.m. rainy walks like right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we should have said that. We are recording this <laughs> while we walk at 9.30 on a, a Monday night. What are you hoping to get out of this podcast, Adrian? Um, I mean, like thousands of listeners. Yeah, and hopefully an amazing sponsorship. <laughs> Some amazing sponsorship. I'm trying to quit my job. And like ultimately, just a TV stuff. deal. I think a TV deal would be great. Yeah, a movie perhaps. We would, a movie. We would also accept a movie. I think it'd be really good for like. It'd be a really good story for like <laughs> Amazon Prime Video or Apple TV Plus. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, we're doing this for all the selfless reasons. <laughs> No, I think, like, for me, like, a big thing was just, like, hearing some other people's perspective is going to be, like, really helpful. And I think just, like, I don't know, like, interviewing different people who are, you know, people, either people who are, like, experts or people who have just had good relationships or just, like, yeah. have thought through these things a lot. Mm -hmm. and, like, like some people who are our friends who we admire and some people who are experts in their fields. Yeah, yeah. And, like, just those connections, too. I think that's, like... That's, like, a big thing, too, is just, like, making those, like, personal connections with people. Yeah. Um, just talking about, like, these, like, you know, deeply intimate stuff, but, like, also, like, just things that we all think about and we all, like, go through to some extent. We do. Like, everyone goes through some sort of trial. 
Yeah. Maybe it's not a divorce, but maybe it's a heartbreak or right. breakup or just a loss that really kind of wakes you up. Yeah. It makes you realize, at least it made me realize, like, I want to learn a lot more about myself in life because I want to really know what I'm, what I want in my next relationship. Yeah. My next serious relationship. Yeah, I think that's, I mean, yeah, that's a big thing too for me as well. It's like, just like making sure I know what I want, which like I don't know, you know? Yeah. Like, I'm not sure. I feel you. <laughs> I'm not sure what I want. Mine tends to change often. Yeah. <laughs> I feel that. <laughs> like, there are some qualities that I definitely know I need, but um, I'm excited to learn, you know, learn more about myself through this. Yeah. I'm excited also to like learn about different people's perspectives. Yeah. Maybe people I agree with, maybe people I don't agree with. I'm not sure. We'll just have to see what happens. But yeah. um, I think it will all be very interesting. I also want this podcast to be something that helps me learn how to talk about my divorce more. Because I was raised Catholic. I'm not Catholic yeah. anymore at all. Yeah. But I was raised that way, so I still have ingrained in yeah. me you know divorce is a failure right and i have a lot of shame around being yeah. divorced but also like i think about people i know who are divorced right i don't look at them with any shame right. i think it's brave and i see them as so much happier yeah. um you know down the line yeah so i want to start you know holding myself in that same amount of grace and love and self-acceptance that I hold other people in. Yeah. And I think this whole podcast will be a way for me to start to talk about my divorce and reframe it because I honestly don't, when I really think about it, yeah, my surface level thought is, oh, I failed at something, but really I didn't. Right. I, I learned so much about myself and I'm not using it as a way to you know give up on love or anything like that i yeah. believe in love i think i'm going to come to see it as almost like a superpower yeah <laughs> like something that really woke me up and yeah. i think the right type of people who i want to be my partners in life yeah will also see it as a as something that has really helped me overcome a lot and not something that i should be ashamed of yeah no, I love that. I Yeah, I definitely feel you there. I mean, like, it's just so... It's hard not to look at it as, like, a failure and not to look at it with shame. And it's so wild. Like, even hearing you say that, I'm like, what? Why <laughs> right. would you ever think that? <laughs> right. No! Right. It, I can be my own worst critic. I, right. mean, I think a lot of people no. can be like that. And um, I'm really looking forward to being my best supporter yeah and something i've started doing a lot <laughs> is actually giving myself hugs oh i love like, that <laughs> give myself like at least one hug a day now i love that and they're some of the best hugs ever <laughs> and like little things like that and even just oh god fuck! <laughs> <laughs> what happened i walked into a spider web <laughs> <sighs> you know i'm not i'm not looking forward to loving spiders <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that, but wow, that was wild. <laughs> you were talking about giving yourself a hug. <laughs> yeah, those spiders did. <laughs> Spiderweb gave me quite the hug. I think I'm good. Good on that. 
You know what I've started doing? I don't think wow. I haven't told you this. Ooh. Um, I, like, Live reveal. <laughs> I do this thing. Every once in a while I do this thing where I look in the mirror when I have an <laughs> outfit that I really like. I look in the mirror and I say, you sexy motherfucker. Oh my God. And I do I it like mostly. I like my outfit right now. I feel like I'm going to go home and do that. <laughs> yeah. I do it mostly. It mostly just makes me laugh. But like also I think there's like a small part of me that starts believing it. Yes. I'm going to adopt that. Another thing that I loved is I went to a spin class a couple months ago and the instructor said, when you leave this class, go home, put on one of your favorite songs and get super close to a mirror, as close as you can get your face uh-huh. and look yourself in the eye for the entire duration of the song. And I dare you not to cry. Aww. And she was talking about how the eyes are the windows to the soul and yeah. show us, you know, every single thing that we've ever been through is shown in our eyes. And I thought that was so beautiful. I love that. And I believe that. And so I've been doing that too. I love that. I also think this podcast could work as like a training manual for our next partner. It's <laughs> yes. like an like an orientation. Yeah. Like I I'm I'm vacillate between wanting people I'm dating yeah. to listen to this podcast and wanting them to not know it even exists. Right. No, I feel that. So, but I really I think if you're gonna date me, the right person has to know this exists and has to love it. Yeah. Because the training manual is right. It's kind of a double-edged sword, I guess, because it also <laughs> is going to be like, a, maybe I don't want you to know this about me too soon. You know what? I'm going to just say, listen, <laughs> just listen to it. Because I think if you don't accept and even embrace us and the kind of things we're going to talk right. about here, I don't think it's the person for me. Maybe. So listen up, ladies or gents. <laughs> mostly ladies. Yeah, mostly <laughs> ladies, please. God willing. Girls and gays and theys. <laughs> we are a podcast for the girls, gays and <laughs> But we love the he's, too. We love the he's, too. Yeah. <laughs> but, but y'all, the he's, y'all also get enough recognition, so. <laughs> sure. Anything else you want to talk about? Um, no. Not that I can think of. Me either. I think we're good. God, we are so freaking amazing. <laughs> well, I think we're coming to the end of episode one so exciting yeah um so thanks for listening yeah we are so grateful and we're so excited for you to come on this journey with us we hope you'll come back for all of our episodes we're gonna have a lot of fun episodes we're gonna talk about a bunch of different things some really serious ones yeah a little more you know heavy than some of our more fun episodes yeah um and something Adrian and I do a lot of is we send each other voice texts. Oh, yeah. And so throughout the season, I think we'll intersperse some of those voice texts yeah. that we've sent each other that are relevant to different topics. Yeah. I mean, we talk about this all the time. So like like we just did on this episode, we talked about on, while we're on a walk. Like I just feel like there, there might be some more stuff like that of us yeah. kind of just talking about it in different places doing different things and like each episode we're going to interview someone 
Or a couple. Or a couple, yeah. So it's and it's anything from we're gonna be talking to some experts. We got some therapists, some authors, some professors, professors lined up. Real life couples. Yeah, and we got some couples who are some friends of ours. Yeah. Some couples who are enemies of ours. No, I don't think so. <laughs> um, but yeah, we have and we have friends of ours who are like experts. Yeah, experts on, on certain topics. Different things. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be a fun, it's going to be a fun season. It's, I am so excited we're doing this together. <laughs> Me too. It's going to be so fun. And then for our last episode, we're very excited. We're planning a live podcast episode. Yeah. So if you're in the Charlotte area or you really want to drive or fly or whatever to Charlotte, we're going to be doing a live podcast. Uh, stay tuned for more details. Um, but yeah, I'm super excited for that. I think it's going to be really fun. Happy listening. Happy everyone. listening. Have Thanks a great so much week for joining until next us. time. We'll be here every week, every Tuesday. Yeah, every Tuesday. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Follow along on our socials at Open Heart Surgery Pod on Instagram, Open Heart Pod on Twitter, and Open Heart Surgery Podcast on Facebook. This podcast is produced by Adrian and Susanna with music by Space Baby and logo design by Emma. This is a Lost Frequency audio production. Yeah, boy. Oh. <laughs> I kind of like it.